This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the Be Sausage Pride of West London podcast. We're not coming from to you from New York or anywhere stateside. We're coming to you from West London. We're back in Blighty and Brentford have played their last pre-season friendly of the pre-season against Lille. It's finished Brentford nil, Lille nil. Um... Sav, what, what did you learn from that game? You know, it, it was a fairly strong lineup, but it certainly wasn't the game, it wasn't the um, lineup that we're expecting against Tottenham when the curtain comes down next week. Yeah, I think it was a strong, strong starting lineup. We, we put all of our subs were sort of B teamers, but they look really good. Nathan really looks excellent. Uh, Kim at the back looks really good. Yeah, some really nice performances. It was a bit boring first half, not much going on. But second half, especially towards the end, really picked up. We created some really good chances. It's just a, an enjoyable, friendly against a very, very good side. Neil in the first half especially were stunning. They look better than pretty much anything we saw down here last season. Yeah, as you say, some real real plus points from from the 90 minutes, you know. And as, as you rightly said, you know, towards the end, it got better and better. And it was almost like the game needed another 15 minutes, really, because um, the Brentford subs and the young kids were coming into the game more and more. Did you expect to see more of, you know, as I said in the intro, the, these games, these final friendlies of pre-season, they normally give you an indication of what we expect in the first game. You know, it's the last chance to try formations. It's the last chance to, 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 to kind of see if players are match ready. 
We played another Lille team behind closed doors at the training ground this morning, and that, that's kind of had, you know, the Norgards, that kind of had, um, uh, who else did it have in the team? It, you know, there was, there was no, no um, Rico Henry, and it, and, and it had Baptiste, and it also had um, Sharda, which, you know, I, I was expecting to see Sharda play in the number nine position today and to, to, to kind of like um, to see what Tottenham are going to be facing do you think that there's a bit of cloak and daggerness going on do you think we're hiding things I think it's just a really clever move because what it does it allows all your first teamers and those who could get into the first team to have 90 minutes so I think that's quite clever so if you try to play them all in the one game you've got to keep taking them off taking some off to put the others on so by having two games, it meant that Sharda could get 90 minutes, Norgoff could get 90 minutes, and all of the players that played uh, this game here at uh, the GTEC could get 90 minutes. So I thought that was a really clever move, really smart, and I think that'll, that'll be a bonus. So basically, um, uh, Thomas Frank can then choose his, his top 11 to start. I wouldn't say it was an overly entertaining game over kind of 70 minutes, but towards the end, it, it really did get better and better and it looked like we were really pressing and pushing for the win not that the win really makes any difference in, in reflection to the season but always nice to finish off on a high and the players are coming around and they're getting a really good reception from what has been a, a fairly decent crowd um, I was saying to Sav that this final fixture of the pre-season normally gives some sort of indication about what to expect in terms of the starting 11, we come away sort of none the wiser in that respect have we? No, none the wiser at all. Um, I think the last five minutes were good. It was a, it was a typical friendly. You know, the reason a lot of us stopped going to friendlies a long time ago. But you see some new players. You know, everyone came on and did well. The squad's getting bigger and better. I thought the, the, the youngsters that we haven't seen before, uh, the lad at the back looked good when he came on. Um, Kim, I thought he yeah, had some good touches. You know, Lewis Potter looked good. It's all about giving players more time, isn't it? I think whilst we don't know where the starting lineup, I'm sure Frank's got a 100% view on who he's going to start with next week unless there's any hidden injuries and stuff that we don't know about. You know, and the players who aren't playing, growing their absence really, don't they? The more they don't play, the more you want your Ricos and your Norgards. And, and Listen, the squad's getting bigger and better. There's some new blood coming in. Um, we look good going forward. A couple of dodgy moments at the back. I thought the keeper overall was solid. He looks good and good at his feet, which is what we were expecting. Um, it's another stepping stone towards the first game that really matters, which is next week, hey? So, I mean, Thomas Frank's going round, he's leading the clapping, you know, um, like we do in every league game, but we're doing it in a friendly. There was uh, a lot of, lot of pluses there, but unexpected pluses. You know, I didn't really expect to see these fringe players today. We finished more like a Brentford B team than we did necessarily the team that's going to start against Spurs. What, what have you learned, if anything, from today? I mean, I've, I've, I've learned that um, we should... You know, we, we, we've got enough players to put out two teams is the reality of it and, and that shows the strength we have got I thought we were, you know, they looked pretty decent opponents actually they, they, they were probably on a par maybe with a I don't know a, a Brighton a Villa that kind of level again and they looked pretty pretty bright they pressed us hard but actually as the game wore on we started to play around them some of the young players got some confidence I thought Brearley Briley um, looks a bit like Damsgaard but he um he played really well for us, I thought. Lewis Potter's touch is brilliant. Um, Jensen started to show his ability as the game went on. And, and if anyone's worried about Fleck, and I wouldn't be after today, I thought he was brilliant with his feet. He, he... The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. 
Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Looks like he's going to be an excellent replacement for Raya. Raya, Raya's just walked around clapping people, quite possibly last time we see him at this stadium, I guess. So, you know, the, the game that they played this morning behind closed doors, it had your Norgard in there um, and it had um, the, the Sade and though Rico Henry you know there's a few people um, concerned that he, he, he's missing in playing either of these two but he, he played three strong games in, in you know in the States um, I'm hoping I'm hoping there's some, some cloak and daggerness going on here because I don't I think I don't find I don't think it's possible for Spurs to look at anything that's happened this weekend um, and anything Brentford have done and have any clue as to how we would set up and what to expect is that intentional or do you just think that is the way, as you just said, we've got two two really good teams and we wanted to give as many players 90 minutes as we could? Um, I, I think it's probably a blend of the two. I, I'd be really interested. I, I don't think anyone can name our starting 11 next next weekend, which makes it pretty interesting. You, we, we, had, we had me and Pinnock playing here, who are both lefties. We ended the season last season playing with them. We played two right foot centre-halves this morning. You know, realistically, as the season goes on, I'd expect us to play one left foot and one one right foot, but um, you know, if Rico's Rico's the player who's absent, he's the one who who people are going to be talking about. Um, be interesting to see who we play as a number nine next week. Is it going to be Shard or is it Wissa? Wissa played really well the last fifteen minutes, holding the ball up in the opposition box today. Played well against Spurs at Spurs, so lot lot of decisions to be made. We lost Frank and and, and Brian to injury this afternoon. Neither look really serious. Hopefully they're all right. You'd imagine if Norgard is fit, he starts next weekend. We'll wait and see, but it's, it's another exciting season coming. Who, who, who are you choosing? If you're, if you're picking your number nine for, for Tottenham, who, who are you going with? Shada. So we're just walking out of the GTEC. We're going to keep it short and sweet. You've had a, a lot of pod action the last couple of weeks as we've been going around the United States. And uh, there's probably more to learn about the season, the last three games, than, than necessarily today. Uh, we came through, hopefully, injury-free. I know Brian and Bumo went off with looked like a bit of a, um, a leg injury, but hopefully that's precautionary. We need to be full strength for, for Tottenham. It's, gonna, it's a real tough start to the season. Um, what, what did you make of this? What have you made of pre-season? You've watched the games on Sky and you've watched the games today. What have you made? What have you made of the last the last ninety think, minutes of pre-season? I think uh, it's always difficult to say, isn't it? With uh, with bits and bobs, I think America was a very uh, experimental thing. We experimented more than the other teams, and I think we came out of that looking very good. It's all very positive. Today, I thought was. It's a, it's a very strange game in, in many respects, but uh, I thought everyone had a good game. No one had a bad game. 
Flecken's distribution seemed okay. He played a lot of short balls, I noticed, that was that which was fine. Uh, he made a bit of a hash of the one shot that came hurling at him, but kept kept the clean sheet. I thought um, KLP and Hickey particularly looked really good today. I was really happy with them. Roslev looked good. Nobody looked bad, and I think we can go into the season feeling very positive. And you're you're positive, are you? I mean, you know, third third season in the top flight. You know what? Before we went to America, I was I was not positive. I was thinking. I look at the teams around us, and I saw uh, teams around us, and I look at the results we had last season, and I think, are we going to take six points off Man off Man City again? No, no, we're not. So that's six points that we're not going to get. And then I look at the games that we didn't get any points in, and I think, you know what? They're the games we will get points in this season, where we drop points against the against the Leicesters, we'll beat the Luton. So I think I'm definitely a lot more positive than I was two, three weeks ago. I, I, I'm, I'm confident of another position 10 and above sort of season. Nice one, I'll take that. So we're going to wrap this one up. It's been a really entertaining, interesting pre-season. You know, from, from, from the Boreham Woods to the to the Hollywoods and everywhere in between. We've been stateside, we've been to North London, we've, we've had Lille um, at uh, the GTEC. We've, 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 we've done okay, we've, we've not won many games, but I don't think necessarily the, the, the management and the coaches will be overly concerned about that. We're creating lots and lots of chances. We've just got to hope that someone comes in to fill the Ivan Tony-shaped void. Um, that is, that's, that's, that's it. You know, we, we know that we've got a season ahead of us or half a season ahead of us without our leading goal scorer. We've, we know that we can create chances. We've just got to take them. So big test next week. We've done all the preparation. We've done all there is to do in terms of getting this squad Premier League ready once again. Third season in the top flight. I'm pretty confident we can do a really good job of it again. Only time will tell. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast during the summer. And don't forget, there's loads more to be coming in the next few weeks. So come on, you bees. Come on, Brentford. Come on, Brentford. Come on, you bees. Go bees. Go bees. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.